With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. This is episode 169. I am your host, as always, Adam from GolfUnfiltered.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at GolfUnfiltered, and you can send me an email, GolfUnfiltered at gmail.com. Be sure to look us up on Instagram as well. Folks, a little bit ago, if you are a member of the Hackers Paradise Forum, so shout out to all my friends over at THP, I put out an open call to anybody on that forum that would like to appear on the show and to share a little bit about their, not only their personal story, about their tie-in with golf and how they got associated with the game. And I got a pretty good response right from that. And one of those individuals uh, goes by the name of Mike. Those of you who are on the forum, you actually know him as Illiterate. Illiterate spelled with a one, probably one of my favorite names on the uh, on the forum. And Mike was actually brave enough and kind enough to want to come on and share a little bit, not only about how he got started on the THP forum, but also to talk about his life, to share his personal story just a little bit, and how golf helps him overcome a few things. And so Mike and I actually had a previous phone call that you'll uh, hear me reference a couple times in our conversation, uh, where he did share quite a bit. And listeners, if you are interested in coming on, and this is kind of a, a trend that I want to keep going, I'm, I'm liking where this is going, and I hope that you do too, and based on the feedback I've received at this point, you do, please feel free to reach out. We'll get you on the show, and much like Mike did in this episode that you're about to hear, we'll talk about your uh, backstory, share a little bit about what you would like to talk about, and most specifically, and most importantly, how golf helps you in basically every part of your life, or maybe even just a couple things to get you from one day to the next. So a couple other shout-outs real quick, just to my friends over at Cleveland and Srixon, as well as my buddies over at BudgetGolf.com. And without much further ado, here's Mike from the Hackers Paradise Forum, otherwise known as Illiterate. (laughs) Again, that's just a funny name. I hope you enjoy this conversation. Let's go. All right, folks, welcome back. And as I mentioned in the introduction, I am happy to welcome uh, a listener that has reached out to me, uh, also a Hackers Paradise forum member. You know him as Illiterate, which is probably one of my favorite forum names on THP. Uh, his name is Mike, though, and Mike reached out to me not too long ago in response to a thread that I opened asking for anyone who wanted to come on and share their story. Uh, and Mike, I know you and I talked a little bit uh, leading up to today on a previous phone call just to kind of, you know, introduce one another. You and I have not met face to face, but before I get too ahead of myself, I just want to say thanks again for uh, agreeing to come on the show. Yeah, man. Uh, thanks for, you know, thanks for the invitation or the open invitation to the to the entire forum. And hopefully, uh, you know, more people, you know, take advantage of, you know, coming on this and, and kind of sharing their story and, and that sort of thing. I think it's, you know, great what you're doing. So thank you for having me and, and really appreciate the invitation. 
Anytime. And uh, as Mike mentioned, you know, it is an open invitation. And Mike, what I really liked about our previous phone call was uh, your idea about kind of giving some perspective as a user of the Hackers Paradise forum. And, uh, you know, I know that I've been on the forum for just about a year and a half or maybe two years now. And obviously I've uh, developed this relationship with uh, JB over there, um, this partnership where this episode is appearing on their network. So shout out to all our friends over there. But you have been on the forum for quite a while now, haven't you? Yeah, I think uh, we're going on about five years now for me Mm -hmm. uh, and really just kind of stumbled upon the forum. I was actually at the time just kind of looking for looking for some people to play with. And, um, you know, I stumbled across the forum, started kind of looking around and and reading about these different uh, events, um, like these extravagant events that they have and uh, was like, oh, man, you know, signed up and, you know, started kind of posting and you know, wondered how you get into the events and, and things of that nature. But, uh, but yeah, I was just really kind of looking for a social platform to connect with people about golf. And, you know, sure enough, um, Hackers Paradise is what I found, you know, through a Google search, you know, about four and a half, you know, five years ago, I guess. Hmm. So, yeah, pretty interesting, uh, pretty interesting there, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's actually how I came across it, too, now that you mention it. I, I hadn't heard of the Hackers Paradise prior to a couple of years ago, and obviously – it's an extremely popular site, and uh, there's thousands of people that, that visit this site every day. And to your point, it's interesting because, you know, we think of golf as being a social sport, but you don't always have, you know, your regular foursome that's available to go and play. And so, you know, was there any – I know you had said you went onto the forum originally to kind of, you know, meet people to see if there's anything that, you know, any games that you could set up. But there was there a little bit of nervousness there? Because I know there was for me when you're kind of putting yourself out there basically anonymously to start, and you kind of have to meet people in order to actually make this thing worth it, right? Yeah, so um, so I, that was actually – I'm originally from, from Nashville. I recently, uh, this past February, relocated to the Charlotte, North Carolina um, you know, area. And uh, there was actually a, a big Seymour event um, over in the Nashville area at the time, and and, uh, you know, I tried to sign up, I think, for that. It was like the first, you know, event that I signed up for. And, you know, or I think, honestly, I think that there there may have already, you know, had sign-ups since mm-hmm. I was asking about trying to just meet people or what have you. And and then, um, you know, ended up, you know, I think meeting a couple of guys, just um, I stepped out, stepped out of work on my lunch break and uh, went over and to a couple of guys that had set up a tea time down the street. And, you know, everybody was super warm. Um, you know, to me, you know, and like I, said, I was in a suit and tie, work at a bank. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that part was kind of, kind of like, okay, it was a little weird, but at the <laughs> same time, like, all right, that's, that's awesome. You know, yeah. uh, these, these people seem pretty cool. And then, um, it was somebody else that was there was like, you know, Hey, you should sign up for this THP championship that, that PGA national, you know, down, you know, later on. And, uh, so I, of course, you know, I go back and I'm looking, you know, later on that night for this and the signups for that had already happened. So, I threw my name in, I think, for like the waiting list or whatever, and I had completely forgotten about it. And um, all of a sudden, I get a, a private message from uh, from Josh's wife Morgan saying, "Hey, mm-hmm. congratulations! You know, you your uh, your name was drawn for uh, you know from the wait list. Somebody had to drop out." And uh, that's essentially how I got into my first event. But as far as going and meeting people, um, you know, because the the championship, you know, there was probably twenty to thirty guys, um, you know, that were there along with JB and his wife at the time. 
Um, so it's definitely a little intimidating, I guess, you know, when you're going to meet, uh, you know, that bigger group of people. But, um, you know, I, I really I haven't met any rude people, um, at least in person, um, you know, mm-hmm. from the forum. Everybody's always been super welcoming. And, you know, the great thing is, it's like, you know, you get up there to hit your first tee shot. There's all those nerves, all the things you think about, like when you play golf, it's like, man, you know, I'd like to you know, really go out there and tee off with something on the line or, you know, a bunch of new people, but there's no nerves like that first tee at, at a THP event. So <laughs> that's true. It's pretty, pretty sweet. You know, it's a pretty sweet deal, you know? Yeah. I've not had the chance to play in an event yet, but I've definitely been around for a couple most recently. Uh, the, the other version of the THP championship uh, sponsored by budget golf that was actually at Cog Hill. So right in my backyard. And I absolutely yep. saw the same thing that you were talking about. Uh, everyone was just super nice. And I think, you know, JB's been on this show a couple times, and he's mentioned that they did that by design. You know, you could go on to any internet forum, and this is why it's uh, you know THP so different is you can go on to any internet forum anonymously and just troll the hell out of somebody uh, because you're never going to meet mm-hmm. them. And the, and what JB and his wife Morgan have created with THP is uh, the fact that yeah, you can actually go and meet this person that you're chatting with or you're conversing with on the forum. At some point, you're going to meet them. Or you could, if you so choose. Oh, yeah. And so that kind of, uh, I feel that just evens the playing field a little bit more, and uh, people are much less uh, jerky to one another. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really a, a pretty fun atmosphere. Um, you know, there's really not a lot of just, you know, as you say, internet trolls out there just to, you know, try to get under people's skin for the most part. And, you know, I've I've gone to several events. I've been lucky enough to go to several events, you know, over the, you know, the time that I've been on the forum. Um, and probably like my, my favorite, you know, definitely my favorite events uh, that I got to go to was the, the shaft up, you know, event last year. Have you, have you read about the shaft up? Or I have you know, followed that at all. I read about it. Yes. It so, sounded exciting. So, yeah. So last year I got to, got to be flown down to Dallas and, and get a grand tour of the uh, U.S. team Mamiya. Uh, got to meet Danny Lee. Um, and, and Lindsay, you know, which was, which was awesome. And Lindsay kind of is in charge of all their social media. So if you follow, you know, UST and those guys on the, you know, on the internet and stuff, you're, you're going to, you know, she's the one that's posting all that stuff and pictures and everything. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then later on was able to go to the shaft up finale, which was great. We went to uh, Callaway gardens over there in Atlanta and, uh, got to play golf with Danny again. And, and obviously, you know, we were fitted for clubs and, but uh, really, I think probably one of the most unique things that is ever that I've seen from any THP event is the way that Danny has allowed himself to be accessible to me and those guys that attended uh, the Shaft Up finale last year. Mm. I mean, um, like I that uh, we have a group me set up, um, and I mean, like daily we talk, and to be able to have that type of connection um, and friendship with, uh, with somebody like that, you know, in the golf industry is just incredible. I mean, and I would have never, ever gotten that through, um, through any other site. I don't really believe, you know, so just an average Joe, like, you know, you and I, you know, just being able to connect and talk and ask questions on a, on a daily basis. If, you know, if I wanted to just pick up the phone and text, Hey, you know, Danny, you've seen my swing, you've seen my ball flight, you know, what do you think of this shaft, um, you know, for, you know, for my drive or a three wood or whatever it might be. So that, that's just awesome. I mean, the, the accessibility that he's got, you know, and he just had a, had another baby here recently too. So congratulations to him anyway. (laughs) And that's really, you know, what you speak about and just the, (laughs) the examples that you just shared really speaks to the community that, 
is created on this website. And, you know, we at Golf Unfiltered are obviously uh, big supporters of what goes on over at THP. And this allows, uh, you know, us, even like you and I right now, talking that we probably never would have met before, uh, but have the ability <laughs> to uh, to chat on the phone and to talk a little bit about what, uh, you know, a little bit about your story. And on that point, Mike, I know that one of the things that you and I chatted a little bit about was just as you never know who you're going to meet from the forum, even if the forum wasn't a thing and you were just to go out as a single, for example, and and uh, go try to tee it up one day and you get paired with another foursome, you never know who you're you're going to be playing with and you certainly don't know the story that those people lived through. And I know that you and I talked a little bit about your background and I would have to say that, you know, uh, you've got a little bit of a unique story yourself. Uh, what got you interested in the game of golf to, to begin with? Uh, was this a, a uh, thing that you started doing when you were a child or was this something that you brought up or uh, took up later, a little bit later on in life? Well, um, I, I worked as a cart boy when I was, um, you know, when I was a senior in high school for a short period of time. And so <clears throat> that was, you know, probably my first exposure to the game. And, um, you know, I got to play a little bit then and then, you know, ended up, uh, you know, kind of going to school and that sort of thing. And just, you know, didn't really have an opportunity, didn't have the money to play or anything like that, you know? So, um, it was one of those things, you know, you might play once a year for a bit and then probably about, you know, seven years or so ago, I guess, um, you know, I really just got the itch to want to play. It's, you know, golf has always been something that I've always just been infatuated with. And so, um, you know, I ended up joining a, a local club in the Nashville area, uh, with some buddies and, um, you know, luckily was able to just get out and play, um, you know, on a, on a regular basis. Um, and so, you know, now, you know, I guess I was a club, a member of that club there for, you know, five, six years roughly. And then, um, you know, just this past year, you know, with me relocating to Charlotte, I've had to find, you know, a new club and it's, uh, it's actually kind of different, you know, uh, when you're at an, I guess mine was more of a resort club, um, so to speak, the the club I was in in Nashville, and then this is more of an actual country club here. Um, so it's really, really kind of interesting to see, like, you know, they have actual league nights here, which I really grown to enjoy um, as long as, you know, as well as like member, member, member guest. And, and, you know, they even have their own version of like the Ryder Cup. But, you know, you can have this, I guess, it was like 64 people. So you got 32 people or something on a team. Wow. So uh, that part's been been really cool. And so, um, you know, and my team won, by the way, you know, just a little <laughs> brag there. But, Congratulations. Um, yeah, thanks. But, uh, but no, I mean, that's really kind of how I got into it. I've always just been really infatuated, loved watching it on TV, but, you know, I just, you know, I didn't, I didn't play much growing up, even though it was kind of one of those games that I was always like, just, Hey, you know, I really like to feel like I can be good at that. You know, I played baseball, um, you know, as a younger kid. So, you know, got pretty good hand-eye coordination and, um, you know, I've gotten, <clears throat> it's, it's kind of crazy to kind of go back and just see how your game and, and stuff like that evolves over the years. You know, yeah. even though I don't feel like I ever get any better, I feel like my game evolves. There's something that I'm good at that I wasn't <laughs> good at before. So, <laughs> well, and uh, you know, we talk a lot about that too, here on the show, as well as on the website, you know, the most recent podcast, uh, for example, listeners, you'll know this, uh, we talked a little bit about just learning from the mistakes that you've made on the course and when I, in the uh, podcast entitled uh, "Getting Let You Know Letting Go of Regret, Getting Over Regret," and you know, yeah. golf itself is is really just a accentuation or it's a story within itself, and it really just talks a lot about what you can do not only on the course but also in life. 
And I know, uh, Mike, you and I are talking a little bit about just, you know, not only how you use the game of golf or how golf helps you to relax, to get over some of the stresses that you're feeling, but, you know, this has really been a game that's really helped you get from one stage in your life to the other, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, um, I guess it's been uh, a couple of years ago, um, you know, I really struggled with something, you know, growing up, um, you know, and uh, a couple of years ago, I actually went to a, uh, was selected by the company I work for to participate in this leadership program for, um, you know, for young professionals. <clears throat> and, um, you know, I personally do not have a college degree. And mm-hmm. so I really, really struggled with that, you know, a lot. And so, um, you know, I remember uh, the very first week of this program, and basically it's about a year-long program with, uh, you know, with one week-long in-person session per quarter if that makes uh, if that makes sense hopefully yeah. i said that right no you did but I got you. <laughs> um so so you know once a quarter i would i would drive down to memphis where this uh you know where this kind of transpires and you know part of the i guess part of that program was you know you um you know you you come in you do some presenting and, and different things of that nature and so you know you learn a little bit about powerpoints and stuff and i remember the instructor you know we had uh, we've been tasked with uh, you know our nightly assignment was to go and make a PowerPoint and then be prepared to present, you know, like a five to seven minute presentation on uh, whatever that topic was. So the, 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 the instructor kind of made a comment of, you know, I'm sure all of you have worked with PowerPoint before and, you know, you have, uh, you have college degrees and that sort of thing. And I just remember sitting there feeling like, man, you know, I just feel so alone right now because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't have a college degree and, and now I really haven't used PowerPoint the way that, you know, most of these people in here probably have. So I, I really felt quite inferior, I guess, is the, is the way to put that. And yeah. so just so happened that particular day, uh, we were assigned uh, our action learning project team is, is what it was called. So, you know, it's myself and six other people. We had a team of seven <clears throat> and we're at dinner and I'm just like, you know, it's just really heavy on my heart, you know, and, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, the team, I guess, kind of known me as this pretty jovial, you know, guy that likes to kind of cut up and, and have fun. And, and, um, they're like, you know, Mike, what's, what's going on? And, and I just said, you know, guys, I gotta be honest with you. You know, I said, I, I, I don't have a college degree. And they're like, well, okay, who cares? Mm-hmm. And, um, I was like, well, you know, I said, you know, Bill made a comment today, <clears throat> you know, saying, Hey, you know, most of you probably have college degrees and, you know, know how to use PowerPoint and stuff. And I said, you know, I'm not really uh, fully functional in PowerPoint. And, you know, I said, I've, I said, this is something that's always bothered me. And I said, you know, just really kind of resurrected that. Sure. And so, um, you know, they were like, you know, Hey, and it was just, it was incredible. It's just kind of how, you know, um, how people just kind of, uh, circled up around me and, and made me feel, made me feel comfortable about it. And, um, you know, make, you know, let me know that it was okay. And it, you know, kind of feel that, that feeling of acceptance of like, man, we we don't care what kind of piece of paper you have or don't have, you know, we, we like Mike for Mike, you know? Right. And, um, you know, basically, um, somebody came up to me and gave me a really good perspective. Um, you know, when I shared this story in front of the class and, and just to give a little bit more background, I'm, and, you know, not to be too personal or anything, but <clears throat> I think that's kind of the point of your show here is to share sure. these personal stories. But, um, you know, when I was, when I was 14 years old, you know, um, my mom, you know, she had a, a really bad drinking and drug problem. Mm. And, uh, you know, she had been through several men, you know, to, 
kind of keep it keep it light there. But sure, um, sure. you know, my brother and I have different fathers, and um, you know, my brother at the time he was um, probably about seven or eight years old at the time. Cause he's about six and a half years younger than me. Um, you know, basically she got her kids taken away from her, and um, you know, at that point in my life, I really didn't have much of a relationship with my dad. So um, at 14 years old, I was, you know, I was actually, um, I guess, maybe 14, 15, something like that. I was a sophomore in high school. I, I, you know, just finished, I think, that first semester of my sophomore year in high school. So um, I'd have been either, you know, late into 14 or, you know, early 15, just depending on when that when that time fell. Mm -hmm. But um, but anyway, you know, I was the starting quarterback for the football team of the high school that I went to as a sophomore. Um, you know, and I had, I had that taken, you know, felt like it was taken away from me because I had to, had to move, you know, and my dad lived, you know, 45 minutes away from where I had grown up. And, and again, I didn't, didn't really have much of a relationship with him. And, and, you know, all things being equal here, if we're going to tell the whole story, my dad and I have a great relationship now. So, um, you know, I will, will say that my mom and I, you know, don't, but, uh, but my, my father and I definitely do, mm-hmm. um, at this point in my life, but, Anyway, kind of back to the story. I mean, you know, I ended up having to move in with him, and, and I was not uh, not real thrilled about that. But uh, luckily, he was actually married to uh, married to somebody at the time, and uh, she was, you know, she was very much kind of like a mother to me when I, you know, and I, I could still consider her like, you know, a godmother to me. So still keep in touch with her to this day. And, um, you know, she really kind of helped make that time bearable, you know, because at the time, you know, my dad, you know, very much kind of an authoritative person, you know, and for me, I kind of felt like during that time, it was just like, you know, I was there to do chores and and I was an expense and that was, that was just how I felt. So, Mm. you know, I don't know how many people have had to felt guilty about asking for a new pair of shoes or a shirt, or, Mm. you know, I played basketball too, you know, needing, you know, needing a new pair of shorts or, or, you know, basketball shoes and that sort of thing. So that's, that's kind of how I grew up. Right. Um, you know, well, and, and I think uh, a lot of people could relate know, to that too, that are, that are listening. I mean, and I think to your point, I mean, everyone's got that, that backstory and, and you get to a certain point mm-hmm. in your life where, you know, I'm always amazed, Mike, you know, where people can just persevere over certain things, you know, and um, to your, you know, you, yeah. you were sharing from a personal standpoint about, you know, decisions that were made by people other than yourself that impacted your life. And it gets you, you know, throughout and it sticks with you a little bit throughout life. But overall, you you are still dealt that deck of cards. And so you use different ways, different outlets, such as golf and others uh, to to get over those things. But I I think, oh, yeah, what you're saying, a lot of people could relate to. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, really, I guess kind of the the moral of the story, you know, for me is and, and this is something like, say, you know, you know, now kind of in the role that I'm in, you know, we deal with people and their money, you know, they come in, you know, and you can, you can certainly try to pass judgment on somebody based on how they look or what car they drive and they pull into the parking lot and and that sort of thing. But, Mm -hmm. you know, to your point from earlier is, you know, you don't ever judge the book by its cover because you don't know what story or what that person's dealing with when they leave, you know, that person that's coming in that, um, you know, you think looks a certain way, um, you know, they could be living paycheck to paycheck. And if they're coming in there to cash their check or, or make that deposit and <clears throat> something goes wrong with that, you know, that could be a difference in food for their kids or, you know, whatever it is. So, 
you know, it just really depends. Or that person that's got, you know, holy jeans and smells kind of funny, you mm-hmm. know, it's worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know, you just never know. Right. But um, I've met a few. Of I think people, it's important to just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I think it's just really important that you, you're aware of that, especially as you connect with these new people on the golf course, because you don't know what people have been through and stuff like that. And, you know, I think most of these people that know me out there, um, you know, will probably be surprised to find like, you know what, Mike doesn't have a college degree. He really struggled with that. And, mm-hmm. you know, he struggled with his parents, you know, growing up as a kid and, you know, he's done all right for himself. And I'm, I'm not afraid to say that. I mean, I'm really, really proud of where I've, where I've gone. Um, but, um, you know, being able to play golf and just, you know, uh, kind of escape, you know what I mean? The, yeah. the everyday hustle and stuff. I mean, you know, that to me, you know, that's, that's, that's life. You know, I just, I, you know, go to work, I work hard and, you know, and then on the weekend I, I play hard, you know, so that's it. But I mean, just don't, don't judge people, you know, based on how they look or, you know, and, and that sort of thing. I think that's really kind of the moral of the story. You just never know what people have gone through. Yeah. Um, and, and I'd love to hear more people kind of open up and share, because I'm sure that there's tons of other unique stories out there that people can share that, uh, you know, where they've overcome and persevered and, and different things to just to give give us motivation to keep pushing forward when we're, you know, feeling a little bit down or struggling with something. Um, you know, same as kind of to your the podcast you recently cut, um, you know, talking about how you, you know, started with this bladed wedge on on 11 or 12, I think, um, <laughs> right? Yeah. you know, and then it was just kind of like all downhill. Well, you know, don't let that one little thing set you back. And I'm kind of talking to myself here, too, because I'm you know, I'm the world's worst about getting down on myself on the course when I hit a bad shot. Yeah, so yeah. I've had many, many rounds melt down at around hole 11 or 12 too. So don't, don't feel bad. <laughs> I appreciate that. And I appreciate you sharing your story as well. And, and, you know, I, I definitely would love for others to come on and, and open up much like you had mentioned. And, and, you know, listeners, the whole point of, of uh, these stories is again, not to sound like a broken record or anything, but you know, the people that you meet, not only on a golf course, but just in general throughout the day. You never know what they're going through. And, you know, uh, Mike, you know, obviously you sound like you're a successful guy. I know you're a successful guy. And just from the the story that you shared, I mean, I, you should be proud of yourself. And you should never hold back on that, that point. Because, you know, I know that uh, in our previous conversation, you shared uh, a little bit more detail that we'll leave for that conversation. Um, and I know that uh, you have dealt with a lot in your life, much like a lot of people, I think, have who are listening to this now. And I'm of the opinion, you know, I'm I'm not an expert by any means in this, but I'm of the opinion that if you're proud of something and if you've achieved something, if you can't be happy for yourself, then I, you know, I don't know. I mean, you can't really rely on others to always be happy for you. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I, I could just say that the stories you've shared with me just in now the second conversation we've had, you know, certainly something to be proud of. So uh, good on you for, for sharing that. Well, I appreciate that. And um, I, I, there's one part I want to share I, I think I forgot. But in sure. that uh, leadership program that, that somebody you know, that, I, that I was sharing earlier, but uh, somebody came up to me and gave me such really good perspective because I always kind of looked at that not having a college degree as, you know, as a hindrance or, you know, again, inferior, what have you. Uh, but young lady came up to me in class and she said, you know, Mike, you know, why, why does that bother you so much? You should really look at it. Have you thought about this perspective? And I was like, well, what perspective? And she goes, well, you know, how many, at the time I was 33 years old, you know, um, she goes, how many 33 year old men have 
13 years of banking experience and, and, you know, seven or eight years in management, she goes, you know, you got your, you know, you got your diploma, you know, on, you know, actually getting to put in action what people are just now starting to do, you know, and, um, you know, you know, working with people and you have, you know, you have all these people skills and leadership skills and, you know, you've learned how to manage and work with people and lead people. And I just said, you know, uh, her name is Rebecca. I said, Rebecca, I said, I never thought of it like that. That's a really great perspective. So, you know, again, uh, you know, when you think you think of something, you know, out there that's maybe brought you down or whatever, there's probably somebody else out there that's got a different perspective that can can share, you know, a positive perspective with you that you hadn't really thought of, too. So, you know, um, that I always always just found that just so powerful to me um, mm-hmm. that, you know, that she was willing to come up and say that. And, and you know, I just thought, wow, you, you know, you're exactly right. I never thought of that. So, yeah. Sorry, I, I wanted to make sure I got that out. <laughs> no, that's a good perspective itself. Um, you know, and I've often been told and, and believe in the fact that stories that you tell yourself are just stories sometimes. And you know, there's always two sides to every story. And sometimes, to your point, you have to hear the other side of it to really get that perspective because maybe things aren't as bad as you might think. And so I uh, sure. really appreciate you uh, sharing that story, Mike. And, you know, I certainly want to keep the open invitation. Uh, it applies to you as well, sir. So if you ever do want to come back on the show, uh, we will definitely be able to do that. And listeners, uh, this is, again, open invitation. Anyone who's interested to share a little bit. Obviously, Mike was, uh, you know, brave enough to come on and, and share a little bit about himself. And I'm glad that he did. And I'm sure that we'll uh, do that again in the future. But, uh, Mike, for the this time being, though, I do want to thank you once again for uh, coming on the show. Hey, man, thank you very much. Uh, appreciate it. And, you know, if you're ever down in the Charlotte area, look me up. I'll uh, I'll have you, have you over to my course and and uh we'll play some golf together that'd be that'd be pretty cool so that would be pretty cool i'll take you up on that 